It's a terrible football show. All right. I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. Oh, Oh, baby. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex, what up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shake. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, have a good oh, 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 yeah, you gotta go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> I like that Baker Mayfield to myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions, so why can't I? It's a terrible football show, after all. Welcome to a Terrible Football Show, episode number Raymond Barry. See that boy's throwing it back now. We're going old school with him. Absolute legend. I got Ricky and Jacob here with me. Shane's still on his current hiatus. Hopefully we can see him again sometime in the near future. But boys, how we doing? How we feeling on this wonderful Wednesday? Not Tuesday. Feels weird. It does. It also feels weird that uh, there, there's light outside night, natural light, yeah. and it's giving me such a shiny forehead. Like, look how, look how light. I'm glowing. I'm yeah. physically glowing. You really are. You look great. You look 10 out of 10. And not in a good way. No, I not think in a you good look way. great. I think you look great. I'm here for I it. look like uh, when Seamus comes out and, and all the, <laughs> all the spotlights get shown onto him, that's what I look like right now. <laughs> all right. Are you going to start beating your chest and do a bro kick on someone up in this show? Hey, 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 don't tempt me. Ricky, look out, man. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Ricky, how are you feeling, man? Why, why, why are you pointing out me? <laughs> what did i do to be fair you two are the ones that will go at it more i'm the middleman in almost every conversation and and unless we bring up hawaii or chicago then yeah, yes you are that's true you are the middleman that's so yeah, true you are, yeah that's correct but how are we feeling today i'm feeling all right shout out to my daughter today is her 12th birthday so shout out to shelby her 12th birthday shout out shout out uh, 12th birthday Oh, Lord, and uh, we're creeping up on those teenage years, gentlemen. We're creeping up on the teenage years. Time flies. Time flies. Am I right? Good luck. <laughs> it does. All right, boys. Yeah, so live on a Wednesday today, uh, just because, you know, yesterday was Halloween. I personally had plans. I don't know if any, I, don't, I don't know if either of you guys did. If you guys did, hopefully you guys had a great Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween to everyone out there. Happy spooky season. I love me some spooky season. Uh, so the, the, the downside to us missing Halloween, and I knew this when I said, Hey, Halloween, let's just not do the show is that we missed college football play, you know, playoff rankings, which we'll cover today on our thoughts for it. We also missed the end of the trade deadline, which is fine. We're still here. We'll still do the show. It's going to be great. All right. Next year will be fine. Cause Halloween won't be on a Tuesday. It's all good. Halloween will be on a Wednesday and everything will be fine. It's all good. Uh, so we do have a lot of things to hey, cover here. On, do what? It will be on a it will be on a Thursday next year's leap year. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Well, yeah, that's fine. Perfect. E- even better. Right there into the weekend. 
Maybe people could take a nice little, you know, few day weekend, four day weekend off. You know, if you really love the spooky season, it'll be great. 10 to 10. Uh, but no, there is a lot to cover today. Trade deadline, winners and losers. Um, you know, the, the Bears, my team, were, were active in, in one good regard yesterday. So definitely going to chat about that. Um, you know, there was another team that was pretty active, but not in the way of the trade deadline. They were active in the way of getting rid of their trash-ass head coach, Josh McDaniels, fired from the Las Vegas Raiders. And like I already said, college football playoff rankings. Uh, the first batch came out yesterday with the one and only, the... Ohio State University, baby. At number oh, one. H I O. Got you. Yes. At number one. So a lot, lot to dive into. A lot to dive into here today. Uh, first and foremost, another thing that you can dive into is you can dive into a wonderful, delicious tub of Rogue Energy with our referral link down below. Promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. I had the Radiant Rush hydration flavor last night. Zach brought it over. Let me try it. It was incredible if you've ever had like the tropicana uh, caribbean sunset juice it tastes like that and it's awesome uh so definitely recommend that and then of course uh you know they got a lot of great uh, flavors across the board so definitely check that out, as well as agent ink because we have great jerseys so check that out as well uh all right boys let's jump into things let's jump into things uh let's let's do the nfl uh we'll kick off with the nfl stuff uh, so long time coming, it feels like, uh, when really it hasn't been that long. He's only been the coach for like, what, this is only his second year, but God, it feels a lot longer than that. Josh McDaniels, uh, finally fired from the Las Vegas Raiders. Did it take too long? Is this the right amount of time for it? Uh, you know, realistically, if you're, if you're really not sold on a coach, I would feel like this is the right amount of time. You know, you, you got a year and a half kind of going for you and just nothing to show for it. But I don't know, man. It, it has felt like a slog up there in, in Vegas. It, oh, in, to an extent, it feels like this, is, this was just way too long to get this done. Uh, he hasn't really didn't show anything last year, hasn't shown anything this year. But it's a, it's a new day in Las Vegas. The Raiders interim head coach is Antonio Pierce with a very selective choice of words for his – opening kind of comments on being the coach um shout out to that uh i don't know if you guys saw his comments uh did any did anyone see those comments that i'm referring to no uh very uh let me tell you it's a, it's a choice of wording uh i feel like it could have been probably worded a lot better may have wanted to run that one by the pr first or something i understand what he was trying to say uh, but his exact quote was, you know, I'm a former player. I touch former players. Uh, they're going to feel me. I need to feel them. Uh, I, I get what he's trying to say. I understand. But probably could have worded that one a little bit better. So, Oh, my gosh. Sh shout out. Jerry oh. Sandusky reincarnated. Shout out to Antonio Pierce. Great middle linebacker for the Giants. But... Probably could have worded that one better. New day in Vegas, boys. Especially a new day because they also start in, uh, a new quarterback going forward. I know Jacob's pretty pumped about that one. Aiden O'Connell, the rook, is getting his his nod. So shout out to that. But boys, how are we feeling? Time. How are we feeling about the Josh McDaniels firing? Again, is it is it the right amount of time? You know, too soon or or it took too long? Listen, I'm a firm believer when it comes to hiring a new head coach that you should at least give them on average three years because that gives them enough time to get guys in there that they that they that is their guys I agree. and get a scheme going and everything else but 
it's it's just it was time. It was time for McDaniels to go. He's good at offensive coordinator position, but he's not good as a head coach at all. Yeah, we've seen that time and time again now. Yeah. So the quote quote by Mr. Pierce when his and his uh it reminds me of that uh that uh that scene in School of Rock where Jack Black's character was telling the parents that I've been touched by your kids and I know I've touched them. It kinda of reminds me a little bit of that. So uh but anyway, uh anyways. Uh yeah, I agree. Um everybody knows he's a great offensive coordinator. There you know, he's a Super Bowl champion. Uh although, you know, it was with Tom Brady. Um but you know even Tom Brady's admitted that he did have some kind of a good influence on him when he was when he was in New England. So shout out to that, I guess. Um, I, I I'm also a firm believer that um, three years is 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 enough time to um, that's about the right time it is to, to get a real feel for a coach. Uh, but in but in the NFL though, it's just it's one of those deals. It's a win now league, and if if you've got nothing to show for it, he had nothing to show for it. It was time to go. Yeah, there. I, I agree that when it comes, all right, when it comes to the NFL, I think three years is the time that you need uh, to really kind of establish things, get some draft picks going. But the you know when it comes to those three years, you got to see improvement. If you if you're a new head coach and you take uh, a two and fifteen team and you follow up the next year with another two and fifteen season, you're, that's no improvement. But if you take that two and fifteen to like a, you know a four you know, and 12 or whatever, uh, four, and, you know, whatever the record 13, you know, if you, if you, if the, you, then the next year you get five wins or six wins, you're gradually improving, you know, so that that's at least something I know fans are going to be at your throats, but you are improving, but there are also those cases where when you see a guy that's not working, you see a guy that's not working. I'm a great example of that right now up in fucking Chicago. I'm going to go on. I, I've got some thoughts on Chicago here in a bit. We'll get to it. I hate, 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 hate hogging airtime, talking about my favorite team. But I'm going to hog some airtime and talk about my favorite team here in a little bit, but we'll get there. Um, but, like, you know, Josh McDaniels was one of those cases that, you know, when you see it, when you see it's not working, it's just not working. The offense is abysmal. You have arguably a top five receiver in the league still right now, Devontae Adams not being involved at all like you're only, like you know it's one thing where he's just not getting sad but he's not getting targets that's the thing he's not getting targets he got like what two targets the other night i mean it's 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 ridiculous like you're not including your your star players your star players are are wanting out of there you know one star player came there to play with, with you know with you know his his quarterback that quarterback gets shipped out now he's not being involved with the offense your other star player you didn't want to sign being josh jacobs so i mean it, you, you trade away Darren Waller, which I know he hasn't done a lot for the Giants, but then again, can you chalk that up to Waller? Or can you chalk that up to the Giants? I say chalk that up to the Giants because they fucking stink. Um, like it's just it's not working. You know, it's it, that's just what it is. It wasn't working, uh, and and now the Vegas is is back to uh, square one, like trying to figure out the next play. And I don't know. Give it about a month, and we're gonna see Josh McDaniels back in New England. At least in my opinion. Yeah, and that's. And with Vegas being a huge money market, they've got to get somebody in there that's going to be able to draw them in. And I think that's, you know, usually when you fire a head coach like this, that's the one thing they're going to look at. Or is he bringing people in? Um, what are fans thinking? Of course, a lot of times they don't really listen to us. But uh, when it comes, when, they, when they're sucking, when they're really, really bad, uh, they will take that into consideration. Not for the Raiders to rehire John Gruden. Yeah. Because you know it's coming. I, I just have a sneaky coming. suspicion that Gruden will come back. I don't think he should have been fired to begin with. That's just my personal take on it. 
and I, and I know that's another story for another day, but my part, because I, I don't think I was part of ATFS when he got fired, but um, my personal take on that was um, I, I just, there's so much more to that than what met the eye. And he was the only one that got put on that deal. Uh, no, it was a bad deal, in my opinion. That just, it was stupid. Yeah, I agree. I thought he was the fall guy, and they just pinned it all on him. Granted, I, I, was he, was he guilty? Obviously. Was he the only guilty person? No. Yeah. And yeah, it'd be funny if they did, if they did rehire him. Cause I mean, hell, they're already still paying him right now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and they will be for a while. Yeah. He's still get he's still collecting paychecks right now. So <laughs> that would be the thing. I think five more years. Cause he signed a 10 year deal. He's been gone for yep. two years. If he was fired after two years, yeah, he's got at least five, if not six more years. Yep. Might it's well the same situation back. with Carolina and Matt Rule. Carolina's still paying Matt Rule, and he's oh, not even in the NFL anymore. Uh, yeah, there was uh, there was uh, at one point the Jets were paying three different head coaches at one point because they were paying Todd Boyles, they were paying Adam Gase, and they were paying, um, I guess, Bob Sala. Bob Sala was hired after Gase, right? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, they were paying all three of them for one season at least because I think that was the last season for for Boyles, and then they were. I think they this this season might have been the last one for Gase. Uh, so I mean, next year they're only paying one guy. I think. I think. I don't know. I just know at one point they were paying all three. And it's also funny, you know, that you know we 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 talk about that because it was it wasn't that long ago where the NFL let all the NFL teams know that hey, you guys are you know there's like millions and millions and millions of dollars being spent on just fired head coaches. Uh, figure it out, you know, <laughs> like, what are we doing? You guys are wasting so much money on this. So I don't know. It, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing, but hey, new day for Vegas. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Vegas fans are, are feeling a little optimistic. We'll see. Uh, as well as hopefully some of oh, these not. do what? Oh, they're not. I'm it's saying hopefully. Raiders. They've been trash for years. You know, you got hold on now. Aiden hold on, hold on. They now have a competent quarterback who will know to throw the ball to his number one receiver when he is wide open. That's true. Just saying. That's true. Devontae's been open, man. He's always open. He's he's like a not as swift on his feet, Chad Johnson. He's always open. But uh now uh, let's let's go through some of the the, the big names that uh, took place yesterday uh, with the trade deadline. I will say it's uh, what wasn't as much of a, a fireworks trade deadline as it has been in the past. You know, yeah, it was just one of those yeah, not not a lot of buyers, not a lot of sellers. You know, I, I you know the biggest you know a couple of the biggest ones that happened, of course, uh, one of them you know being with my team is is Washington were definitely definitely sellers uh, yesterday. Uh, Chase Young uh, was traded to San Francisco which I know just pleases Jacob so much. Uh, and then uh, the Bears got Montez Sweat in a trade for a second-round draft pick. Uh, Giants were also sellers, trading away Leonard uh, Williams. He's uh, officially out of New York for the first time in his pro career. Uh, going from the Jets to the Giants, he just went across the hall there. Uh, he is now going to Seattle, uh, re re you know, going over with Pete Carroll. So nice little US USC ties there. They never obviously – coach and play together but you know they, they obviously know each other um let's see the bills got uh rasul douglas that's a good one i like the injury report the bills twitter put up earlier uh where he was on the injury report and his reason was quote just got here so i thought that was funny shout out to the bills, <laughs> the bills twitter team for that one i would i'm not even joking on that 
Jaguars got a nice uh, boost on the uh, offensive line with uh, you know uh, Ezra Cleveland, so that, that's pretty sweet. Uh, happy for that one. And the Vikings got Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. Cardinals trade away their their starting quarterback they've had so far. Um, you know what, what what does that mean for the Cards? Are they thrown in the towel, or is Kyler closer to come back than we think? I want to say Kyler's probably closer to coming back, but then again. Man, Minnesota could have gotten there. There's so many. There's so many better quarterbacks that were available in either free agency or trade wise. I don't think they necessarily had to go after Joshua Dobbs. I agree. <laughs> that was probably the most confusing part about the entire trade deadline, in my personal opinion, is the Vikings getting Joshua Dobbs. Obviously, they see something in the kid. So, I mean, obviously they see something in the guy. I, I don't know what that is. Um, yes, I know Arizona's trash. They have a trash team, trash offensive line. Minnesota's going to be a little bit better. But uh, it's like Jacobs. There, there was there was a plethora of quarterbacks they could have went to go get. Uh, they didn't have to go get a Joshua Dobbs. But I'm, I'm assuming, it's just my opinion, I don't know, you know, because I'm not like an NFL insider or anything like that. Maybe, just maybe, They've got something in their back pocket because they do pay, they do pay Kirk Cousins a lot of money. Maybe it's a money issue. I don't, I don't know, uh, but maybe they're just waiting on their time to go get somebody big. Don't know. I feel so bad for Cousins. Yeah. If that's he was, the end he, of his he career, was playing a great. If if that's the end of his career, that is such a shit way to go out for him. Now, I think I think in terms of the end of his career, if that's the end of his career at a high level, then that's a shit way to go out. Because like you know, I yeah. could I could see his career being over if he if the Vikings move on from him and he goes to another team and he's just never the same guy again. And the fucking primetime Kirk that we meme is literally every game Kirk, uh, like that sort of situation. Like that would suck, you know, because Kirk yeah. was Kirk was doing things, man, and you know it, dude. I, look, I know there are a lot of Vikings fans out there that are just you know ready to move on from Kirk. They want like the next guy, the next young first round draft pick, rook, whatever. But I'm I'm just I'm gonna keep pounding the table on this man. I think Vikings fans are gonna really miss Kirk Cousins when he's gone, unless they just get yep. an absolute fucking stud, then they won't. But I think I just I really think Kirk Cousins has been under you know underappreciated up in Minnesota. You know they haven't figured things out. You know they're, they, you know they're on a second year head coach right now. Let let them continue to figure things out. Let them continue to cook. Good promising first season for Kevin O'Connell. So you know just let them continue to cook. But you know uh, we'll 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 see if Cousins is going to be a um, going to be a Viking next year. That's going to be a very interesting topic, especially with all the trade talk that was around him uh, this, this you know just a few weeks ago. So yeah, what a shit way to go out, man. How unfortunate. How unfortunate. Uh, you know, just kind of touching on Kirk's injury with the Achilles tear. Also, one I shouted out last week, I'm gonna shout it again. I, Aaron Rodgers, man, freak of nature, freak of nature. That man is, you know, obviously he wasn't doing, you know, like extreme shit, but he was doing dropbacks on Sunday, just throwing the ball. That's unreal. <laughs> that is unreal that this man was doing dropbacks on Sunday. This this guy is a literal freak. Because, you know, right now the Jets, man, they're setting four and three. I mean, they keep just getting it done. Aaron Rodgers is coming back before this season's over. If they're in the chance, if they're in the playoff hunt, it's happening. Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year. 
which oh absolutely that's unreal to even think honestly just you know just from the vibe that i get listening to rogers talk on you know um on pat McAfee show every week whatever right now even if the jets are eliminated from playoff contention if he is ready to go i feel like the dude's still gonna come play oh yeah i really do just that that's the that's the that's the vibe that i'm getting from the dude is that no matter what he's playing this year regardless of where the team's at you know, which would that be a smart decision for his health? No, but you know, it, you know, it's it's getting some uh, getting some more reps in. You know, it's it, you know, getting some game 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 feel in. You know what I mean? Uh, and then also just showing the city of New York that like, hey, you know, I know we're limited for playoff, but I'm here. You know, sucks how things happen week one, but I'm here. Uh, so man, that's that's been an insane story to follow. Um, yeah, from a health standpoint, I I just don't think he gives a damn right now because. Yeah. I mean, he's at that point in time in his career, well, where he's at—he's in his twilight years. Yeah. Um, he has no kids. He has no wife. The man just doesn't care. He just wants to play some damn football. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He's living his best life right now, just playing football. Yeah, and I heard—I heard someone joking. Uh, the, I can't remember who it was, but I heard someone joking the other day about. Maybe some of that stuff that Aaron Rodgers does in the offseason may rub off with the people. Maybe they need to go sit in a cave for a few weeks or whatever it is and just have all the lights turned off and do all the meditation crap. The darkness so, retreat. But, uh, Don't forget yeah. the ayahuasca. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. There you go. Would you guys do the darkness retreat? No. I'd... I'd, I'd... I'd attempt. I'd attempt it. I I would I would do it, but there's no shot that I could do it for like as long as Aaron did. And I know Aaron mentioned before that he had a friend who did it even longer. I would do it for like a 24 hours thing. I think it'd be fine. Yeah. For, I think it'd be a good like 24 hour like decompress, just you know, kind of think, meditate, kind of thing. Like just kind of you know, allow yourself to just get away from the world, detach yourself for 20. I would do it for 24 hours. I could not do it beyond that though. I think twenty. I think twenty four hours would be my max. I'm like, all right, I, I had my decompression moment. All right, let's get back out in the world. I don't think I, I don't think I could do it for like a week. I think is what Aaron did. I don't remember. Aaron did it for like a week, two weeks, or something like that. That's that's unreal. That's that's insane. You know what else is insane? Chicago Bears organization. Man, I put up on Twitter yesterday that being a Bears fan is exhausting. I put that up before the the trade happened, but. I still stand by my statement being a Bears fan's exhausting because then after that, the running backs coach, David Walker, was fired by Bears HR. Bears HR had to get involved due to a second time of personal conduct. So it wasn't even – this is like he had a warning once apparently, and now he did what did something again and got fired again. We already knew the Allen Williams thing that happened, which we still don't know what happened because no one wants to break the news and possibly be wrong. So the Allen Williams thing that happens up in the air. All right, so the Montez Sweat trade. First off, I didn't know we were going to get Sweat. I thought Chase Young was really – I thought it was going to be Chase Young. I'm going to be real with you guys. I was getting the vibe of Chase Young for a couple days. I was getting hard vibes of Chase Young was going to be a Chicago Bear. I'm cool with Montez Sweat. I like it a lot. I mean, he's now the leading sack uh, – the, now the leading Bear sack leader for the season because the Bears D-line has like 6.5 sacks, and he alone has 6.5 sacks. So shout out to that. Our D-line absolutely eats ass. But, man, it's just like – and I understand the trade, you know, because the you know he was going to be a free agent no matter what. I mean, the Washington was not going to re-sign him. They weren't. 
and like the Bears were going to pursue him in the offseason. So, you know, this trade is them in, ensuing that they get absolute first dibs at this guy, that he is a Bear right now. They have the chance to re-sign him and stuff, you know. But, like, dude, this this regime is such a shit show. It really is. You know, he, he didn't want to obviously come to Chicago. There, uh, He apparently, apparently uh, Atlanta was in strong talks with Washington, which is where he wanted to go because he grew up in Atlanta. Guys, I'll be honest. Unless the Bears throw him a fat fucking contract, I'm not convinced he's signing. I'll I'll be real with you. I really think we gave up a second round draft pick for a guy that's going to get franchise tagged this off season, and then he's going to walk the following season. Like I really do get that vibe. I really do. Like I genuinely have a feeling, and I you know if he signs here like in a couple days, and obviously disregard what I'm saying. If he signs in a month, disregard what I'm saying. But like if you know if it comes the off season and this man still has not signed, I'm telling you, I'm either convinced he's not going to sign no matter what, or he's not going to sign while the current regime is in place. Like I could see a situation of where he will resign when we get a new head coach because you know Eberflus, there's he's not coming back. He's not. There's no way if Eberflus comes back for a third season, I will be blown away and I will not know how to react. I know it's the Bears. I know they like to give people time, but he is the worst winning head coach in in, NF, in Chicago Bears history by a landslide. We've had two different coaches fired by Bears HR personally, not even by the coach, because of personal conduct. That's on Fluss. No matter what, I know they're the ones who did it. Alan Williams and Dave Walker, they're the ones who did it, but that's on Fluss. That's, that's a representation of you as the leader of this team. That is on you. These are guys you brought in. Dude, I'm so done with this regime. I would much rather have Ryan and Matt 1.0 than Ryan and Matt 2.0 that I have right now. I'm so done with this regime. This is such a shit show. Because, like, you know, Jalen Jalen Johnson wanted to get traded. The Bears allowed him to seek a trade. Nothing happened. He's still a Bear. That's cool. But, like, we're refusing to re-sign him. And I'm not, he's not, a, like, a top-five corner in the league, but he is a very good corner. Who else better are you going to get in the offseason? Like, the, free, the corner market this upcoming offseason is not strong. You re-sign a mid-ass tight end in Cole Komet, but you refuse to re-sign Roquan Smith. You refuse to re-sign Jalen Johnson. And uh, what's going to happen if they don't sign uh, Montez Sweat? Then you wasted a second-round draft pick for a guy for half a season who's not going to really give a fuck because the Bears stink and we're not going to the playoffs. Like, man, being a Bears fan is exhausting. Justin Fields is done being a Bear, obviously. He's not coming back next year, which is no fault to him. The Bears have failed Justin, and I really hope he gets traded to a team that he can have success with. I really want to see him succeed so badly, but it's not going to be with Chicago. I, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Trade him, to, trade him to Minnesota. I mean, obviously we can't trade deadline, but I mean in the offseason. You know, if he got traded to Minnesota and he torched the Bears for years to come like Aaron Rodgers did, you know what? I'll be happy. I really will. Good for you, Justin, because the Bears failed you. They failed you, and I'm glad that you're sticking it to them. I'd love that. I, does that make me a less of a Bears fan? Maybe. I'm just very defeated. I have never been this defeated as a Bears fan. I don't know. Well, what's you guys' thoughts on the Montez sweat trade? Like, It's a good trade, but again, if we can't work out a deal, this trade's all for nothing. 
I, I think it's going to be similar to what the Khalil Mack situation was. Like, you guys had Khalil Mack, a great defensive talent, and you just let him go. Yeah. But I agree. on the plus side, at least your organization is actively doing shit in the trade deadline. Unlike Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Yeah, I would have loved to have gotten... You know, and Chase see, that, that's Montez actually Slider. that's that's wild to me because if there's any team between like my team and you guys is that should have been buyers, it's you guys. We're two and six. Why are we buyers right now? Like again, again, I do understand why we are buyers, and that we we were going to target younger sweat in the offseason regardless. This made sure that we got one. All right, so I totally get that. But why are we buyers at two and six? You guys, as Cowboys fans, Cowboys should have been buyers. Like, I don't know. Cowboys should have been buyers. The Bengals should have been buyers. The Eagles should have been buyers, which I don't think they got anybody. The 49ers were the only legitimate buyers that got somebody in Chase Young. Yeah. Which was huge. And that's, I'm still pissed at it. So, um, I like a Chicago suck now. <laughs> A little bit. Alex, you have gone off more about Chicago this year than what you did last year, my friend. And, and, and because, you know, I've heard more range from, and I think it's just because this just bulls over because you keep seeing the same stuff over Man. and over and over again. This is why they're buyers. They're trying to rebuff that defense and they're trying to save money pay a quarterback and that's the biggest issue that they have right now is number one historically historically no matter how great or how horrible chicago has been they've always been known for their defense and they don't have one right now and considering they don't have one right now that's why justin fields looks so horrible and everybody wants to point fingers at the quarterback this quarterback that and it's not necessarily it's the offense that's horrible. It's the entire organization as, as a whole. But you got to get some kind of talent somewhere. So even though, like you said, he may, he may only be a rental. Montez Sweat may only be a rental. But it gives that little glimpse that, say, that Chicago was saying, hey, we're, we, we, we know you're talented. We're going to bring you in. We're going we're gonna to pay you money. You're going to be one of our leading guys next year. And that always gives a young man like Montez Sweat, all, uh, Sweat uh, always gives Montez Sweat, a kid like him, any kind of hope. I do wish they had got Chase Young, but that's okay. You know, they, you know, they, they did, they did get a good defender. It's fine. It's fine. But that's why they're buyers. The same thing with Washington. That's why they're getting rid of them. I mean, th- th- there's nothing there for them right now. Why, why would they, why would they keep him? Here's they're, they're, the they're going to be, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dead last between them and the Giants for, for probably just not just for the NFC but probably for the NFC East as it is. So I mean it just anyway. So go go ahead, Jacob. When it came, Here's I will say when it came to that, when it came to Washington, it really came down to money for them. Uh, you know because they just resigned Deron Payne and they've got Jonathan Allen as well. Right. So anyway, sorry, Jacob. Go ahead. The writing is on the wall with the Bears. The Bears are not ready to win this season, next season, or potentially even the season after that. It's going to be a pretty long rebuild, probably the next five years, I would say. Uh, and a guy, a young guy like Montez, ten years. <laughs> don't don't put that on me. A young guy like Montez Sweat, he's going to want to go after a Super Bowl. 
And I, Chicago's not the not the place to do that. Washington certainly wasn't the place to do that. Washington's actually in a better position right now than Chicago is going forward. They have one hell of a guy in Sam Howe, and he's been playing lights out the last few weeks. Um, and they have a competent head coach as well. But I, I do not see Montez Sweat sticking around whatsoever. I think he will be gone by the time it, well whether or not they franchise tag him or not is a different story but we will he, he will want to go to a team that is ready to win now so he can get a super bowl ring just like every everybody else's dream in the nfl is to get a ring and that and that's understandable but here's here's the thing which team has the better chance of winning their division in the next five years it's philly philly and the cowboys they're going nowhere like they're like they're sticking around for a little bit. They, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be around at least for the next five years. Minnesota, we have no idea what's going on in Minnesota. Green Bay's a shit show right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Detroit's the, literally the best team in their division. So tell and ain't me, ain't nobody who touching better... Detroit unless it's Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota has the best yeah. opportunity to to go over Detroit, and it's very, not very even true, a good opportunity. Been... I agree, but here's the problem. Minnesota might be rebuilding after this coming year, so who's who's going to be that next in line? It, it could it, it could be very well Chicago. This Green Bay's not doing nothing. With, I'm sorry, I got Jordan, this Jordan Love experience. I know I know it's going to take a little bit more time. I'm I'm still not buying the Jordan Love experience. I'm not buying it one bit. I'm just I'm just saying in general. I'm saying in general. Yeah. Chicago is not in the worst situation. Like right now, it looks horrible they're not in that that bad of a situation right now they could ease not easily it's going to take it's going to take some money it's going to take some building up but i'm saying right now you could look at them and say they could very well finish second in their division next season i'm not saying it's going to happen i'm saying that they have more of a chance to knock down the doors on their division than what washington does in their division i think chicago has just just about the same amount of probability of of knocking on the door of the division next year as Green Bay. I think both teams are going to be soul searching for a quarterback for years to come because Justin ain't sticking around after this season. He's he's going to go bye-bye. And I, I honestly really hope he goes to Minnesota because I think that would be a perfect fit for him. Um, But I don't know. I, I still think even with Minnesota's situation, Minnesota has the best opportunity to be number two in the division going forward. I will, you know, say as long as we currently, I, I'm, I keep coming back to this every time I talk about the Bears, and I, I will continue to do so. As long as the current regime is set up, we we will go nowhere. And when I say regime, I do mean the whole thing. I mean Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, but I will give at least a little credit to Ryan Poles on certain moves that he's made. He's made good moves. He's made some really dumb fucking moves that did not pan out. Chase Claypool is a great fucking example. You know, the Nate Davis signing is not looking like it's panning out. The Volus Jones draft pick is not looking like it's panning out, but there are some good draft picks in there. Darnell Wright is a fucking stud. So I'll give some big credit on that one. You know, I like Jaquan Brisker. I like Kyler Gordon. You know, I, you know Tremaine Edwards and TJ. You know, Tremaine uh, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards have been playing incredible for us. Good signings there. But I'm telling you, as long as we have the current coaching staff, we ain't doing a goddamn thing. I have no faith in this coaching staff. So, like, if next year, you know, he does get fired, like I think he will, because I mean, this is a horrible start 
for a coach in Bears history. The worst. I don't think he'll stick around. I really don't. Uh, I think who I think whoever we would hire then, then I'll have a little bit more hope that okay, maybe we can finish second in the division, like Ricky's saying. Uh, but as long as it's you know, as long as we have who we have now, no hope. Eberflus is an absolute shit show and a disaster. Yes, Levy Smith, this is this is a Bears Please. owner. We want to bring you back. <laughs> We're sorry that we fired you to begin with. Should never fired him. Should never fired him. Two head coaches that should have never been fired. They were fired prematurely. Lovey Smith and Jim Caldwell. Yep. 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 And both teams have paid I, for I it under- since. I understood Jim's situation a little more than I did Lovey Smith's. So but you're right. They both should have never been fired. Lovey's was fired because it was two years in a row of being winning into the playoffs, and you lost to Green Bay both times. And I'm just like, even still, you fired him on a winning record. He, we were ten and six. Like we were, we still had a good team. I mean, before injuries came into play, you know, I, I still stand by it to this day. You go back and watch the tape. 2010 Bears and 2012 Bears were Super Bowl-level teams until injuries plagued them. Like, I will stand by that. Uh, so, yeah, should have never been fired. But uh, I will say one potential candidate that the Bears are going to gun for, especially after some news that happened this week or last week, I don't remember, Jim Harbaugh. The news that ha- happening up in Michigan right now of uh, you know them kind of rescinding that contract extension he got this offseason. I don't know, boys. I know he said that's not entirely accurate, but let's be real. He's got to say that. You know, he's got oh, yeah. he said it right out that it's it's entirely inaccurate and it wasn't even a thing. So yeah. I do he, I do I think he's telling the truth? Kind of, but kind of not. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. You know, I know there's been constant rumors that he's been interested in in, in the Bears job, and I, I think he would be, especially if he gets enticed with, hey, we have like a hundred million dollars to spend again, which as of right now, until we do a sweat signing, you know, if we do, or Johnson signing, we currently do have a hundred mil. Uh, going into next year, uh, plus two top five draft picks. Like he might be a little enticed by that, you know, choice of your quarterback in the draft, which would be Caleb. Um, I think he, I think he'd be interested in that. So Jacob, here we go. Write this on your board. If Harbaugh gets hired as the head coach or Chicago, Chicago will finish second division next year. I agree. I don't agree. Just write it down. <laughs> Just write it down. Just write it down. I'll write it down, but I, I'm, oh boy, that's. I didn't say they'd win the division. Anyway, I won't rant more about my Bears. I'm just a defeated Bears fan. I hate my life right now. I'm ready for the season to be over. You sound more defeated than I do about my Arkansas Razorbacks. That's horrible, man. Well, look, guys, I, I. Last thing I'll say, and we can move on. I said it this offseason. I pounded and pounded, and I continue to will. If I, I've said time and time again, if the Bears fucked up the golden egg that they had, I don't know if I could forgive the organization for that. And right now, it's looking like they fucked up the golden egg that they had. We'll see. As of now, it looks like the golden egg was fucked up, and we dropped it and broke it. <laughs> so we'll what see. Is, what is your thoughts on Tyson? I mean, I think he can be a really good backup. I think he's shown some signs. I mean, obviously his last game wasn't really the the greatest, but he's shown some signs that with the right head coach, he could he could be something. I mean, he was the Tim Tebow of Division Two football. 
he was an absolute stud record holder you know won the division two heisman whatever it's called you know he's a he's a he's a he's a stud uh, i mean i think i think he I, unfortunately I, I think he's just going to be a career backup but man you get it but you're right you get him with the right coach you know you know you know you want to know who he, he's uh you know you know who he's for that's a bill belichick guy that's a Bill Belichick guy. That's true. That's that a, is true. That's a Bill Belichick guy. Send him over to New England. Send him over to New England. That is a Bill Belichick guy, boys. That is a Bill Belichick guy if I've ever fucking seen one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, did, did you guys have anything that you guys want to chat about in terms of, like, the NFL and stuff? Like, just games from the past weekend? You know, you guys as Cowboys, maybe? Just anything of the sort that you guys wanted to talk about? Denver made uh, Kansas City made Denver look like a real NFL football team. <laughs> what happened there? I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. This is so confusing this year. All right, I told y'all we we're gonna have a confusing season this year. This has been by far one of the most confusing seasons. Miami scores 70 points, beats beats Denver by 50. The very next week, the Bills blow them out. Then Denver, all of a sudden, of course, we know we know Kansas City's had their struggles. You know, they've had that Super Bowl lag or whatever the case may be. It happens. Then they lose to Denver. Now they've got Miami this weekend. That's going to be interesting just by itself. Yep. But it's the NFL. I mean, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. I mean, you look at this. San Francisco blew the Cowboys away. Blew our Cowboys away. They've lost three straight. It, it just it just happens. It's, it's, it's professional football, people. Bengals are back. Bengals, I agree. Bengals are back, huh? Oh, yeah. All the way back. Cool Joe Burrow is back. Here's when they start the run, just like last year. They they start the run towards the Super Bowl. So you're already locking in there beating the Bills in a very drama-filled game this weekend. I don't think it's going to be oh, drama-filled at all. they're going to smack the Bills. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, I agree. When I when I say drama, I don't. I mean more or less like it, it has a great story. It has a very interesting story behind it. Obviously, back yeah. in Cincinnati, back on prime time. You know, after what happened last year, like it's what what a wild story this one's going to be this weekend. You know, they're going to talk about it literally every three seconds they can. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout necessarily per se, but I think it's going to be a convincing enough win that people are really going to start questioning what, well, what Tyler and myself predicted is how good are the, the bills actually going to be? Cause if you talk about inconsistency, they've had inconsistencies as well. And so, but yeah, I, I do, I do expect a convincing win this weekend. Agreed. Also welcome to the NFL. Will Levis. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Yes. The mayonnaise paid off. He's like, this is the Hellman's mayonnaise for a <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> he looked great. I know the Falcons don't have the best of defenses, but man, he looked awesome. You know what else he looked awesome? My boy D Hop. Four catches, 128 yards, three t three tuds. Man, D Hop was there for Will. D Hop was just like, I got you, dude. First start, I got you. See, yeah, at I'm least he's mistaken, actually, you know, getting the ball to him. Yeah. At, and you know, and I if I'm not mistaken, weren't they gonna split it between him and the other guy? 
uh, the reps between him and the uh, the third the third string. Yeah. Yep. That ain't happening anymore. No. Also, Desmond Ritter got benched for this upcoming game. Yep, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Haneke is the starter. Uh, I'm seeing uh, reports that Jordan Love could be getting benched. You know, I know we can already kind of touched on the Packers and their issues there, but uh, well, that's not what I wanted to see when I refreshed my timeline to confirm that report. All right, boys, I have a, we have an unfortunate passing in the world of sports. Oh no! Legendary Indiana basketball head coach Bob Knight has passed away. Oh no! Rest in peace. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. So I actually have a refereeing story about Bob Knight. I, I didn't officiate Bob Knight, but a guy that I worked with, uh, that I used to work with in uh, in coaching when I coached basketball for a few years, um, he had a buddy that was officiating in the Big 12 at one point. And he, uh, his first game ever in the Big 12 was ironically when Bob Knight was at Texas Tech. And, of course, you know, he was a little bit shorter than Bob Knight, but – Bob Knight was just one of those, you know, he, that presence that he gave and everything like that, um, you know, that it, it, cause it could be intimidating. And so uh, he's out there officiating. The next thing he hears is Bob Knight standing behind him saying, right, rookie, I know I'm a little taller than you, but get the hell out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but uh, uh, unfor- unfortunate, but he, he has had some health problems over the years. Yeah. 83 years old. Absolute legend in college basketball and just the sports world. So rest in peace to Bob Knight. Again, that's not what I wanted to see when I was going to refresh my Twitter timeline to confirm the news. So very unfortunate. Very unfortunate on that one. So rest in peace, T's and P's to friends and family and fans. Um, but yeah, no, with the Jordan Love thing, the Packers are unsure if Jordan Love's going to be the future. And yeah, they basically, it's basically like, Hey, they got 10 games. They got 10 games to figure things out, you know, which fair that is, that is, that is very true. Hey, you know, Raiders are going with a big 10 quarterback. Let the Packers go with their big 10 backup and Sean Clifford. Well, yeah. the issue is they have Tucker Craft waiting for the ball. I mean, that's he's the best tight end in the league. Come on now. Come on. You got to play Tucker Craft. Hey, you, you very, know, funny, very funny valuable enough, minutes. You're saying Tucker Craft. You're saying tight end. Sean Clifford was notorious for checking down to his tight ends constantly at Penn State. So, hey. You know what? Be a match Sean made Clifford. He's, there you go. Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford to Tucker Craft. First <laughs> touchdown NFL career right there. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean that, that's gonna that's gonna get Tucker Craft and uh, Luke Musgrave in the game. You know what I mean? They're both gonna be absolute stars. So, uh, all right, boys, let's uh, let's let's jump over to some some college here. Well, we'll we'll hit the uh, the rankings first. Uh, did not get to watch it live uh, for the show like we did last year, uh, but we are doing the follow up now. So. Ohio State coming in at number one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four, Washington five, Oregon six. I can keep going down the list from there here in a minute, but just that top six, how are we feeling about it? A little upset. Um, Georgia's strength of schedule is 100th going into this week. Michigan's is 111th. 
those rankings don't come anywhere close to Ohio State, Florida State, and Washington. Washington being agree. out of the top four is ridiculous. So, so I, I actually agree with that, and that that's one reason why when I looked at this to begin with, I'm like, I don't know why Georgia's on top so high. Um, but one thing that I will defend with Michigan is they have not had a hiccup yet. All right, knock on wood. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general, you have not seen them struggle yet. You have not seen them. You know, that the, their toughest schedule is coming ahead like now. So, and that's and in that regard, I also I understand why they're ranked so high. Um, but Georgia, I, like I said, I understand they're you know back to back national champions. None of them have had a quality win like Washington. And even though Washington has that one quality win against Oregon, and yes, I understand that Washington has struggled the last couple of weeks since beating Oregon, and Oregon just they picked up right where they left off. But um, you know, just just looking at this, I, I I would have liked to have seen a little bit more love for Washington. Yeah. But I also get it. I also get it to an extent because the Pac-12 has been garbage for years up until now, unfortunately. Uh, and ironically, because they're about to leave, everybody's about to leave that conference anyway. God, I hate how the Pac-12 is so good this year, and we're not going to have it again anymore. <laughs> hey, four out of the top six teams would be Big Ten teams next starting next year. So that's true. Yeah, no. When I when I saw the rankings after they had all come out, uh, I, that was my first thought: is no love for Washington. I feel like Washington should have had that love because I mean. I do agree with the Michigan thing with the schedule, you know, but I also agree with Ricky where they haven't shown weakness. You know what I mean? I know they haven't had a tough schedule, but they have shown literally no weakness at all. You know, on the flip side, Georgia, they also had a weak ass schedule and they've shown weakness, you know? So Georgia should, I feel like be dropped a little bit more. I can see the argument for keeping Michigan where they're at because they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're dominating teams. They're supposed to dominate. The most points they've let up in a single game is 10 points. Other than that, every game has been a single-digit amount of points they've let up every single week. And, and granted, again, I understand there's been no challenges yet. Their challenges are coming up over the next, you know, four weeks, arguably, at least, the, you know, not maybe not this week, but the, the next three weeks for sure. Uh, Purdue, yeah, I mean they're they're a Big Ten spoiler team, you know they're 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 the spoiler makers, not the boiler makers. Uh, so they could definitely you know put up a little bit of a fight. You never know with them. But after that, Penn State at Penn State at Maryland, and Maryland's always going to be a cre a little creeper of a team. Um, and then Ohio State, of course. Uh, but I mean they have can they have continued to dominate across the board. So I I get why they're still high. Georgia, that's. I, I'm not going to sit here and beat the table that Georgia should be out of the top four. I think if they're going to be out of the top four, I think at least five. I don't think they should go below five right now. Uh, but if they're going to be in the top four, probably about that, that four spot. That's kind of my that's kind of my mindset. Florida State's the one that I would personally kind of drop out at this point. Uh, you know, They have shown a consistent amount of weakness, even though they are undefeated, at least in my opinion they have. Um, you know, I, they're, they're the ones that I would drop out of the top four in favor of Washington thing about florida yeah, state that's going for them is that lsu win week yeah one. it is that was huge well, and also beating clemson at clemson and then having another ranked win over duke right and i mean but you also also have to see ever since that overtime win who was that was clemson they won in overtime right yep yep yeah last four the last three four games they haven't shown any kind of slowing down 
I mean, so, so I, they're, they're showing that dominance that I expected them to show early on in this season. So they're starting to figure things out. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, like I said, it's, it's, it's not the ending yet. There's so much more football that's going to be played. Um, but it's like, it's going to be very interesting to see, cause there is, it's, it's going to be impossible that all five of these teams go undefeated because you still have Ohio State, Michigan. It's going to be very interesting if you can still have Georgia, either Ohio if you can have four of these five teams, if they can stay undefeated for the rest of the season, that's going to be even more interesting because I don't think we've had a top four where all four have been undefeated. There is a very good possibility that Ohio State and Michigan will be in the top four at the end of the season again, just like last year. Yeah. But I think most of my gripes with this ranking come outside of the top six. Oh, God. Let's hear it. Let's hear this love for Air Force. I'm waiting on it. I knew this was coming, okay, by the way. Okay, yeah. First of all, that, there, there is a lack of respect for Air Force. I, I will say that. Ranking them only 25th is <laughs> I agree. ridiculous. Also, no Liberty and no James Madison. They're the, only, they're the other two undefeated teams that aren't ranked well where's the love for them not um lsu being ranked two spots below missouri is kind of yeah i get lsu has a as has an additional loss over missouri or uh but lsu beat missouri handedly where is the where is the importance to the head-to-head coming coming here you know, I, I, I get um, Penn State dropping out of the top 10, kind of ridiculous. And also, Oklahoma. Why didn't Oklahoma drop further than what they should have, losing to Kansas? I agree to that. doesn't 100%. make any sense. That Oklahoma one should that not be in the top 10. So here is where I will defend that Penn State should be out of the top 10 for now. Where is their quality wins? They don't have one. Hold on. Are you telling their schedule? Me, are, you, are you disrespecting their the Minutemen right now? That's a quality win. <laughs> they they their also schedule. do have a shutout win against a ranked Iowa. I uh, I will give you that much. I don't guys. Is it just me? If Iowa had a lick of offense, they'd probably be the best team in our football right now. Am I am I crazy to say that? Their defense is so good and special teams, with the exception and, of that play. It just I, I feel bad for Iowa right now just because if they had an offense, it'd be over for the entire country right now. Penn State does not have a quality win yet. I understand why Penn State was dropped so far. Why Penn State was dropped so far. Oklahoma, the reason you're not going to have Oklahoma drop yet is because they beat Texas. That's the only reason why they you have know, a quality win. I think I think the College Football Playoff Committee threw a bone to Oklahoma by ranking Oklahoma State whose only quality win comes against Kansas, who just got ranked this week. So now I think they're throwing a bone to Oklahoma so Oklahoma can go in to Bedlam this weekend and beat Oklahoma State once again, have a ranked win under their belt. I mean, we'll see, but at the same time, Oklahoma State's not going to be a pushover. They have improved so much in these past. They've probably improved. They've improved. They have been a dominant team. I am in timeout over the past 50 years, yet they cannot beat 
Oklahoma. They have only beat Oklahoma in Bedlam four times. <laughs> four times. <laughs> I love, I love, it's always four with you. It is. It's always four. <laughs> hey, you know what? Write it down. Write it down. Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma in four time overtimes this weekend. Guys, I got to <laughs> be honest. That's a joke. That's a joke, by the way. I, I don't want you to write that I've down. I've got to be you know, very honest with you guys. I was sweating bullets this weekend when we went into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating bullets. I was just like, is this actually about to happen to me again? <laughs> God. No, but there is a severe lack of disrespect or severe lack of respect for group of five teams going into this season. So, and it's, and I'll go back to, I'll go back to what I said about the other teams. Where's their quality wins? Doesn't matter. If there's a group of five team that is, uh, that is undefeated, they should be ranked. I don't know about that, but anyway. I agree. They're all but vying for the. They're all vying for the New Year's Six Bowl game. They should be okay, ranked. That, I I believe they should that, be ranked. But how case, high is the question? Because it it is does depend on quality wins. If that's the case, take Tulane out of the top twenty-five. If we're going to go by that situation, take Tulane out of the top twenty-five. I agree. There's nothing on their. There's nothing on their schedule that, that screams top twenty-five. Kansas State, you you could you could make an argument for them to be out of the top twenty-five. Um, because I do not think Tennessee have, should be in the top twenty-five anymore. I I could I could I could see that. USC is going to be out of the top twenty-five after this week. They'll have three losses. They'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. I don't think USC should be in the top twenty-five right now. Anyway. After two I mean, after two like, losses in a row, and then you have a fifty to forty nine win at Cal. Come on! And I also think the committee go- is way too high on Louisville. Well, I mean, I, well, look at Louisville though, because I mean, Louisville has that one loss, and it was a bad one. God, Unfortunately, they got, they got wiped out. And so, but I mean, but look at, but I mean, you look at the one thing I will say about the committee: they took the undefeated teams and said, okay. This is what we think of the undefeated teams right now. They took the one-loss teams, grouped them together, with the exception of Tulane and, and Air Force, and then they did the same thing with the two-loss teams. So at least it kind of gives a perspective, because I could defend just about every one of these with the exception of Georgia. I can't defend Georgia. There's no way to defend Georgia on them being number two in the country right now. There's no way. I don't see it anywhere. But yes, I mean, it's just a lot, and a lot of these teams – have not played the meat of their schedule yet. And that's where that's where um that's where we're really gonna see exactly what the committee's gonna think after the meat of their schedule comes out. And that and that's just that's just part of it. But I mean I, I don't think it's I don't think it's completely off whack. Um I mean at the same time, would I like to see some of these group of six teams in there? Absolutely. But Again, quality wins. Understand, and listen, and listen. I, I'm also one of those proponents. I understand that some of these big schools, who wants to play James Madison in a non-conference game? Have y'all seen James Madison's record? They go, went, like, uh, who was it that they beat? Of course, this was several years ago. I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Virginia Tech when Virginia Tech was uh, really, really high. 
Appalachian State when Michigan was really, really high. They don't want to play these small teams. That's why you don't see South Dakota State playing against these big Division One teams, with the exception of Iowa last year. You saw North Dakota State play Arizona last year. Again, you don't want that. You don't want these big teams to play these small teams. So, but the only way we're going to get this is is if they're able to get these teams play them. And right now, they're not going to do it. I I can make an exception for James Madison being ranked specifically because they are not bull eligible again this season. But Liberty should at least be ranked. Again, it goes back to all these group of five teams that are undefeated currently right now. They are vying for that New York six bowl game. Because the the top ranked group of group of five team goes automatically to that New Year's Six Bowl game. That's so true. I mean, I, I I just I I think if you're undefeated, regardless, you should be ranked. And then depending on quality of wins, will depend on how high. Exactly. Yeah, like I mean, if you don't have a great like schedule of wins uh, versus great opponents, you know, like arguably like an Air Force or a Liberty. I'm I'm for both of them, but I I see I see the I see the teams they're playing. Uh, I don't know. You should be in the twenties. I think that's I think you're you're ranked. I think that's fair. At least it's my mindset. But also, uh, shout out as well. Another team that kind of fell off a little bit of a cliff this weekend. North Carolina caught an L to uh, Georgia Tech. Missed Golly. that one. Weren't they up like 14 nothing at one uh, to start the game? <laughs> yeah, they were up 14 like nothing in the first quarter. And then Georgia Tech put up 24 yeah. in the second. And they put up 20 and then Georgia Tech put up 22 in the fourth. Like, Lord have mercy. How do you how do you I, let that happen? Georgia Tech beating Georgia a, at the end of the season? Question mark. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Let's not go that far. That would be un believable i would Man, love that in the same week georgia tech would knock off georgia and florida would knock off florida state wow can't can't the script writers can't do much better than that man they're doing a great job right now <laughs> <laughs> no i mean overall i mean when it comes to the rankings i mean we know that they're always going to be a little bit of a shit show for the first one, but I mean, I don't, I don't think they're horrible, horrible this time. There's just a few gripes. Um, you know, now it's just kind of see how they're going to be going forward. Um, you know, going week to week, you know, we, uh, I think we got some pretty good games this upcoming weekend. Uh, so that's for sure. You know, Ohio state's going to potentially catch a big L versus the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. So I might want to watch out. Might want to watch out big L coming. For the you know, not going to lie, this is the best season that Rutgers and Maryland have had since joining the Big Ten, and I'm glad for them, but I'm also sad for them, considering the four teams that are joining the Big Ten, and then they're going, Rutgers and Maryland are going to, they're just going to drift off into the sunset, you think to, they're, to you, the forgotten lands. You think they're going to get kicked out? Can oh, probably. I mean, if anybody's going to get kicked out, they are the first two that'll get kicked out, because they are the newest and they are also the two teams that they don't really do well, and they don't really add anything. Does Rutgers have anything to contribute to the Big Ten at all? Like, do they have like any good athletic programs? Like, I mean, they're pretty good academically, I'd imagine. But like, 
Do they have any good athletic it's programs? It's the history with Rutgers. Okay. Like, like aren't they Rutgers like the Vanderbilt the, of the is, Big Ten? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I would, I would say Northwestern is like the Vanderbilt of the Big Ten. I would agree. Okay, to, I would agree enough. to Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> Northwestern brings in a, a lot of money, so that that's why they they're sticking around. Well, you might want to watch out this weekend, Jacob. You're gonna have a rough game ahead of you. Scared. I'm I'm shaking in my boots. I swear to God, if it actually does turn around, it's a fucking game. I'm sorry. I was just messing with you. I'm so sorry if that happens. Like just Ohio if that State. Happens, if Ohio I'm State be sleeping. So upset. If Ohio State gets caught sleeping or something, and Rutgers takes them into four overtimes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it better not happen. It better not fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i know in terms of uh time right now i know ricky's got to go here soon uh boys do we have other things that we want to really chat about in terms of this past weekend rankings anything of the sorts of not i feel like we can probably go ahead and get to predictions yeah i'm gonna predict okay uh so we already put okay. in our college predictions uh just because we did have a wednesday game uh, so needed to go ahead and get that one locked in because I think I don't know if the kickoff is in had already started or not. Uh, but we can just go through and shout out who we picked for everything. Um, they so have not started yet. They okay. start in, in a half hour. Okay. Uh, so that Wednesday game was our terrible game of the week. It is Kent State and Akron. I picked Akron to catch this dub. I also did. Make it three. Uh, next up, we had South Alabama and Troy. I picked Troy. I did as well. Make it three. Arkansas at Florida. Skip the next game. Skip Arkansas next game. at Don't Florida. Skip. I picked Florida. I also picked Florida. <laughs> Make it three. What about you, Ricky? Did you pick Florida? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How about them gators? Next up, Jacksonville State in South Carolina. I did pick the Cox here. Same. So, gentlemen, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to like situate this into a big ordeal. South Carolina has not impressed me at all this season. I I'm agree. looking back at their schedule, and everybody scores twenty plus points on them. Give me the upset. Give me Jacksonville State. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Texas A&M and Ole Miss. I picked Ole Miss here. Yeah, give me the Rebels. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson. I went with Notre Dame. Same. Same. Kansas State and Texas. I went with Texas. I went with K-State. Nice. Very interesting. If it was at Kansas State, I'd be tempted, but it's at Texas. I'm taking Texas. Uh, then we had an FCS matchup here with Furman and Chattanooga. I picked Furman. I did as well. I've got Chattanooga. Ooh, I like it. Arizona State and Utah I went with Utah in a, uh, in a bounce back. They did, yeah. They got they got oh. smacked this weekend. That's right. I went with Utah as well. Would not be shocked if an upset happened right here. I I almost pulled the upset here because Arizona State. We've actually seen them go toe to toe with some of these teams as of late. Uh, but I I'm gonna stick with Utah. Army and Air Force, just because I like rivalries. Uh, Air Force. Easy. Yeah, I went with Air Force too. Shout out to uh, Army. Gonna be. Going to be joining the non-independents starting next season. 
Yeah, who are they joining again? I think Conference USA. Okay. What is who? Where? Uh, who's Navy in? Is Navy an American? Because they joined the yes. conference. Yeah, I think they are American. Okay. Uh, the next up, we had our FCS game of the week. We had North Dakota State and South Dakota State. I'm picking. I pick, I picked the Jackrabbits. I did as well. I did as well. North Dakota State's not near the team they were last year. Next up, we had UCF and Cincinnati, two of the game of uh, two of the newbies uh, who haven't completely impressed this year in the Big 12. I went with UCF, still believing they can turn it around. Yeah, I went with UCF as well because they have shown more glimpses than Cincinnati has this season. I agree. As much as I can't stand Gus Malzahn, I went with UCF as well. <laughs> Penn State and Maryland, I picked Penn State. Same. Would not... I would not be surprised if an upset happened, though. If this game were last week, I would have picked Maryland just because Penn State looked terrible against Indiana, but I think they rebound. Uh, give me Penn State. James Madison, Georgia State. I picked James Madison. I did as well. I did as well, and I finally got a Georgia Southern Georgia State gate right. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> OU and Oklahoma State. I picked OU. Same. I really hope the Cowboys upset them, though. Same. <laughs> then we had our FBS game of the week, Missouri at Georgia. Oh, give me the Tigers. Please just, just smack the living dog shit out of the Bulldogs. I picked Missouri. You two are crazy and insane. <laughs> I wanted to pick Missouri so bad. You know you what? Go Missouri. I got yes. Missouri. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, next up, Cal and Oregon. I picked Oregon. I picked Oregon as well. Cal's been playing a lot better here recently, so yeah. it could be a competitive game, but give me Oregon. I hate you, Cal. How did you give up 50 points against USC? True. And how did you only score 49? Come on, Cal. Oregon wins this game in a blowout. It's not even going to be close. Marshall and App State. I picked Marshall. Picked App State. I also picked App State. BYU and West Virginia. I picked BYU. West Virginia. Mountain home. I picked BYU as well. Washington and USC. I picked Washington. Same. This is where USC finally gets out of the top 25 and everything goes downhill going into the Big Ten next year. Uh, LSU at Alabama. I picked LSU. I picked Alabama, and I would not be surprised if Alabama ends up in the top four at the end of the season. And I'm going to fucking hate it when it happens. Same here. Because that team is not deserving. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing, though, guys. Alabama's defense is starting to show signs. And I really, really am confident with this pick. I'm going to take Alabama as well. Really, really confident. All right, I'm the lone wolf over here, the lone tiger over here. I hope I hope you're right, Alex. <laughs> I, really I do hope too. You are. <laughs> uh, next up, Sacramento State and Montana. I picked the Grizz. I picked Sac State. Good pick. I also, I also picked Sacramento State. Yo, yo. Remembered something. I saw someone wearing a Sacramento State polo. Really? <laughs> How random is that shit? On 
Well, yeah, that's a long ways away from yeah. Sacramento, too. That's Dude, weird. I know. And I asked him. I was just like, did you go there? He's like, no, I'm just a fan. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's about as... That's more random than, you know, like Tyler saying, you know, screw, you know, Temple, Temple yeah. Penn State and Temple or rivalries. The, the two other most random ones that I've seen is I've seen a all-decked-out Vandy fan. Like, I'm talking, this was after they introduced the new logo. So, he had a new logo hat. He had a new logo polo. I don't know if he went there. I didn't ask him. But that was pretty random to me. And then I actually saw a, a fellow Hawaii fan out in the wild. I actually saw two here within the within the same year, so that was that was pretty wild, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there was some some dude walked into one of my stores. He was wearing a, a Hawaii hat. I'm just like, go Bows, man! And then recently, when I was uh, up in Fort Smith to watch uh, watch a game, uh, I saw someone at a store uh, who had a Rainbow Warriors shirt. I'm just like, wow, how about that? But no, Sacramento State takes it. That was that was weird. Uh, anyway, back to back to the picks. Uh, Miami and NC State. I picked Miami. Give me NC State. I will also pick NC State. Kiss my ass, Jacob. Kiss my ass, Ricky. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Oregon State and Colorado. I picked the Beavs. I as well picked Oregon State. Make it three. And then lastly, we had UCLA and uh, Arizona. I picked the upset. Give me Arizona. I did as well. Make it three, boys. We're we're on like minds this week on a few most of these games. All right, let's hop over to the NFL, knock this out, and get our get ourselves out of here. Uh, I have some uh, pumpkin-shaped pizza pockets waiting for me, and I'm very excited. Uh, all right, Tennessee and Pittsburgh for the Slogfest Thursday night game. Uh, give me Tennessee. Same. I've got Pittsburgh. Miami and KC. I really don't know how to feel on this one. I am hammering down Miami. Really? Okay. Ugh. Yeah, uh, but uh, but Kansas City, I mean, I say Patrick Mahomes does not look bad in back-to-back games. That's the only reason why I want to pick Kansas City, but I th- I think right now Miami is the better team. And I think this is I think if Miami could give them this Big wake-up call, even bigger than what Denver gave them. I think Kansas City will eventually turn things around. Give me Miami. But why do I have a feeling that this is going to be like the Miami-Buffalo game, where Miami goes in looking like the way more dominant team That's what I'm and afraid just of. gets smacked? That's what I'm afraid yeah, of. Is Taylor going to be there? KC doesn't lose twice That's- like that. <laughs> did y'all hear what Denver did after they beat yeah. Kansas City? <laughs> Play shake it off. <laughs> so great if tyler swift is there I'm, I'm changing my pick to kansas city all right <laughs> give me kansas city all right minnesota and atlanta uh give me atlanta yeah give me heineke unfortunately yes seattle and baltimore give me baltimore give me seattle i like the pick i like that pick a lot but if it was in Seattle, I would pick Seattle. But give me Baltimore. Chicago, New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. Yeah, give me the Saints. I was hesitant. Not going to lie. Dead gummit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, give, me, give me the Saints. Arizona and Cleveland. Give me the Brownies. 
Yep. Make it three for three. Tampa Bay and Houston. Give me the Texans. Yeah, give me a bounce back game for the Texans. Yeah, what happened? What? Hang on. What was this? What was this? Houston. Houston was gonna what now? Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the offense didn't show up. Oh my god. Okay, uh, Houston in a bounce back after losing to the now one and six Carolina team. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Washington and New England. I don't fucking know. This is a shit show. I mean, Washington. Washington has a better offense. I know they just signed away their entire defense, but Washington has a better offense and a better quarterback by the name of Sam Howell. I don't know about that, but I'll take Washington as well. Give me Washington. Uh, all right, L.A. and Green Bay. Give me L.A. Rams, that is. Rams, Rams. Yep, yep, I agree. Take it three. Indy and Carolina. Give me Minshew Mania. It's going to run wild eventually. Does Carolina get two wins in a row? No. As a Bears <laughs> fan, I hope no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me Indianapolis. I hope Frank Wright doesn't strike revenge on Indy. I really hope so. <laughs> it would be a poetic thing to happen, but I need Carolina to lose out so we can guarantee that number one pick. Uh, all right, Dallas and Philly. I'm so nervous. Give me the Eagles. Fuck you. I am too. No, fuck you for picking NC State. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Give me Dallas. What is wrong with you, Ricky? What? I didn't say anything. Oh, you were agreeing with me. Oh. I didn't say Alex anything. Also, at the same time, Alex said, <laughs> give me the Eagles. And then you said, I didn't I am say too. anything. <laughs> I literally did. Oh, it must it must be the lag on my on my hotspot in Oh, <laughs> that box, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and listen, and, and listen, I, I, I'm hesitant to pick the Cowboys because I also, the back-to-back -back wins, the last time they had a blowout win, they ended up not showing up. But if we look overall, Philly's defense is not as good as Dallas's defense is. That's why I'm taking the Cowboys. All right, Giants and the new-look Raiders. Are the Raiders going to get a dub with their new head coach and new quarterback? Yeah. I, I think they will. Give me give me Aiden O'Connell, I believe. No yep, Darren I'll, no I'll, Darren uh, Waller I'll, for the Giants as well. Yeah, the Giants are extremely banged up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, give me Vegas. Sunday night, Buffalo and Cincy. Cincinnati. Give me Cincinnati. Yeah, give me Cincy. Monday night that apparently NFL tried to flex out, but they could they didn't meet the deadline for it, so it's still going on as planned. The Chargers and the Jets. Give me those Jets. I will also take the Jets. I'm gonna take the Jets as well, but it wouldn't shock me if the Chargers came out and got the job done. Like, you know, they like they finally got some you know, like things kind of working last week against the shit bears. 
uh, and it wouldn't. But at the same time, I'd love the Jets to beat him because I, I do. I'm in the boat now that like I think Staley really does need to get fired. You know, he's done nothing with yeah. all this talent. I would love to see him get canned at this point. So right, let me turn that down. But all right, we made it through all of our picks and stuff. So I think we can uh, probably look to go and wrap the show. I know Ricky does need to leave. Uh, Wednesdays is, of course, not our normal day to do the show. Uh, we'll be back at Tuesday next week around 530 Central Time, 630 Eastern Time. Uh, so, boys, uh, any last thoughts uh, before we get out of here? Uh, one thing, the Titans apparently tried to ship out Ryan Tannehill before the trade deadline, but nobody would take his contract on. Yeah, if he didn't have that contract, I feel like there would be some team that would probably trade for him. I'll be very transparent. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. a top top tier quarterback, but I think he's a serviceable a serviceable guy to get in there and help your team. Uh, but that contract is brutal, brutal. Yep. All right, so this is interesting. Before we go, just a quick little rumor here that I just came across. Apparently, there are rumors that the commander's new owner could try to trade for Bill Belichick this offseason. Oh, Lord. That would be something. That would be that would be an interesting thing uh, to see but if that happens. Move on from Ron Rivera or just swap? That's the question. I'd probably just say move on. So, that's... You know. That, that sucks for Ron, if that's the case. But anyway, uh, all right, boys. Yeah, so any last thoughts? If not, I'm uh, we're going to get our way out of here. All right, see you, Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Have a good night, man. Bye. Uh, all right, but yeah, check out some Rogue Energy. Referral link down below, promo code SPARKY3. Uh, join the Discord. Come chat with us. Buy a jersey because we've got really sick jerseys. And again, we'll be back at normal time next week for Tuesday around 530 Central Time, 630 Eastern Time. So stop by. We'll appreciate that. Until next time, have a good one. Bye.